Okay, friends. Good morning. Shabbat Tov. I hope everybody's Shabbos was exalted, was beyond. I hope the blessing that proliferated on, on, on everybody's Shabbos will be able to be drawn into the week to illuminate, to uplift, to elevate ourselves, to elevate everybody with whom we come into contact. And that illumination should spread to the next Shabbos to give it power and enable it to further propel bracha, light, the love of ourselves, the love of a Kurdish Baruch, the love of other Jews into the following week. And this should become a pattern, a never-ending continuum to help us climb the endless staircase of Vodas Hashem. Mir Hashem. In the beginning, we embarked on learning Taravav on a more simple level to make it our project for El, which, of which it is a Taira, discussing Tshuva, discussing the depths of all these concepts that will help us lift ourselves up from our condition and to draw ourselves closer to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And we had set a goal of finishing Taravav by the end of El. So at the rate that we've been going, it does not seem like we'll finish anywhere near the end of El. It will, it will take longer than that. Because the nature of the concepts and the nature of Lukut Imran is that it's very difficult to learn it on a surface level. Meaning we're not learning Taravav on the deepest, deepest depths of it. I don't know the deepest depths of it. But even certain inyanim that I feel are not a thousand percent important for the main, the main flow and the main thread of concepts, we're leaving out and we're trying just to focus on the practical. Even that is taking a long time. It takes a long time to explain, which is fine. But for the people who are waiting for Taravav to be finished, to tune in and to listen to the Sikhs around Shirem, which are more simple, which are more self-contained, which the Shirem are going to be shorter, 15 minutes, we'll try and knock off uh, you know, a piece in the 15 minutes. So I figured that it would be helpful and useful to all of us, to them, to continue with the Likud Tumran Shirem as long as it takes to finish Torah Vav, and then we'll decide if we should take on another Torah and continue with, with Likud Tumran or just continue with the Sikhah Saran. But at the same time, Mirza Hashem, when El is finished, we're going to begin Sikhah Saran, whether or not we finish Likud Tumran, and we'll do Monday and Thursday will be Sikhah Saran, and Sunday and Wednesday will be Likud Tumran. And in that way, the people who are waiting for the Torah to finish don't have to wait until we actually finish which I have no idea when that will be. Hashem Mashiach will be here long before we, we finish. And they will not have to wait. They'll begin to listen to the Sikhs around Shiurim and start, start to learn with us while that's going on. So to catch us up, what we've been learning, to give a quick overview, we've been discussing the two concepts, the two broad categories of Kfoyed Melachim and Kfoyed Lekim, which are really, aside from being two categories of honor, in the depth of it, these are the two major categories which comprise the struggle of life. And you can throw in many, many other terms that will help simplify and broaden our awareness and our understanding of Kfoyed Malachim and Kfoyed Elikim. And let's try a few, which we've done in the previous shirim, but just to, to set it out clearly. Kfoyed Malachim, under that category, I can put guf, the body. Everything physical. Everything that enables me to view myself as an independent creation, independent of its creator, the master of the world. I can put in that category heart, which is really, in, in Tanya, the heart is the seed of the Yitzhahara. 
right? In, in Tara Aleph and the Kudraman as well. In other places, the heart is the source of dam of blood, which we'll get to later on in the, in, in the lesson. We can put Yetzirah. All of these things are really synonymous. All these things are talking about the same thing. Because this is a struggle. And obviously, under the category of Kvod Alikim, we can put soul as opposed to body. We can put mind as opposed to heart. We can put Yetzir Tayyib as opposed to the Yetzir And this is the struggle of life. So, although this Torah is, is dealing with the very specific concepts of Tshuva, and we're going to learn many other concepts as we continue, really in the depth of it, it's talking about the Tachlis of life, which all of Lukut is like that. More, more so with the longer lessons, though they may seem to deal with concepts, you know, which are, which are more side, which seem to be more fringe. And again, not that, not that any of the mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs encompass all of the other mitzvahs. But some of the lessons we'll be talking about, lulav, we'll be talking about the seven days of sukkah, seven days of shiva, and these seem to be, we need to know these concepts. But in the depth of it, if you drill down deep, they're all doorways leading to the same hall of self-awareness, of godly awareness, and awareness ultimately of the tachlis achayim, of what we're doing in this life. So here's a very good example of it. Because if somebody isn't aware of this type of limud, he'll open Taravav and he'll learn it as an independent lesson the same way that he'll learn, uh, you know, a Parakin Mishnah is an independent Indian in Torah. But the truth is that the way to learn the Kutumran properly is to go ahead, drill down to the depth and find the doorknob which will allow us to turn, the, turn it and open ourselves into the place where all of the lessons meet and rejoice. And where we can partake in the understanding and the guidance that will help us walk on this narrow bridge of life with the direction that Rav Nachman came to the world to give us, to help us achieve our tachlis, to help us achieve the tachlis of Klai Yisrael as a whole, and ultimately the tachlis of the world at large. So we've been discussing that a person needs to go ahead and remove himself from the pursuit of the kfoid melachim, which, again, which is again the Yitzhahara, the body, the, 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 the heart, right, the taivas of the heart which drive a person to forget about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to push him out of the picture and try to take honor for himself as an independent person. And of that covered, what do we say? Everybody is investigating. Everybody is saying, Who does he think he is? To go ahead and to take this honor for himself. A person must remove himself from that and instead pursue which is to view myself as nothing, as only a messenger, as only a, a particle of light emanating from this infinite source, this Ein Sof, this infinite illuminating source, and therefore nullified to that, like a ray in the sun, like the Baal Tanya uses as a muscle in both Tanya and in Shaykh al-Vaimuna. And in doing this, I bring myself to a place of bitl, of nullification, where I receive honor. But it's the type of honor that because it doesn't belong to me, nobody's fighting with it. Because it's only because I'm only partaking and I'm only serving as a vessel for the honor of a Baruch Hu, of whose honor obviously there's no coming ahead and, and fighting with and investigating because the concept and the existence of a Baruch Hu within himself intrinsically and inherently is going ahead and providing that honor, that grandeur, the creator of all, Oise, my is constantly recreating. That inherently emanates honor. Nobody asks. Nobody asks. 
right? Nobody starts to investigate. Nobody starts to complain and to scorn and to mock in roi in love. If this particular person is roi, if he's not roi, because again, like we said, he's the messenger of the king. So it's the king's honor that he's carrying, not his own. That's how we begin. In paragraph Bays, Ois Bays, we took this a step further, or rather, if you view it this way, a step backward, and we discussed the EF Shaliskas Lakavaraze. It's impossible to attain this lifestyle again, so we're talking broad. This lifestyle of Yetzir Toiv, this lifestyle of listening to the Seichel as opposed to the Lave, which tries to drag me after Taiva, but to go ahead and to remain very logical and to keep the Tachlis at hand and accessible, which is, again, the, the, the purpose of the soul of the Yetzir Toiv, of the, of the intellect. It's impossible to attain this lifestyle, El Ahide Tshuva. It first takes the separating, the cutting myself off of the Kfoyed Malachim, of the other path. It first re- requires me to remove myself from that lifestyle through tshuva. What is tshuva? So the later stages of tshuva, we can find in the Rambam. The checklist, so to speak, of tshuva. This, the body, so to speak. The practical, halachic, tachlis. What do I need to do? So I need to go ahead and regret the past. I need to accept upon myself for the future. And I need to do charata. I need to, I'm sorry, I need to do vidwe rather. But Rab Nachman, when he talks about tshuva, he drills down to the depth. What's going to go and bring me to do that? And here he says it in four words. When a person will hear himself being embarrassed, and we said from the Kutte Halachas, from Rab Nassim's interpretation, which was the correct and proper and true interpretation of Rab Nachman's teachings, when he will hear himself embarrassing himself, and what does that mean? That, that would require him to be split into two parts. That would require one part of him to come and embarrass the other. And in the context of this lesson, where we're talking about the Yitzhah and the Yitzhahara, about the mind and the heart, about the body, about the soul and the body, it makes very good sense. That the Yitzhah is doing an uprising, which it does all the time. Like the Pasuk says, like the, like the Mishnah says, B'chol yoyim v'yoyim, Abbas kol and says, Shuvu banim shayvavim, return my wayward children. Every single day, there's a baskal emanating without, emanating within, in our souls, begging us to return. And the famous Balshemtiv, the, the famous interpretation of the Balshemtiv is that this is not an external baskal that everybody can hear. In case in point, we don't hear it. If you do hear it, you know what I'm saying? You might want to get checked. On, a, on an external level, there's no baskal. We don't hear voices. We don't hear divine messages coming at us like we'll hear the horn of a car coming at our ears. Says the Baal you know what this baskal is? Every day, every day at some point, there's a tremor. There's a tremor of the soul that's begging, that's imploring us to lift ourselves up. That's imploring us to look at our entire lives and put it into the context of the tachlis. Where am I holding on this narrow bridge? At what stage am I on? Am I walking backwards? Am I walking forwards? Now, most times what we do is we, we push it away. We refuse to look at it. We don't want to hear it. We drown ourselves in the myriad distractions that we have today. With social media and you know, with Hollywood and sports. And again, not to 
to come out against all of these things. Maybe we need to elevate these things. Maybe they're in this world so that we can make use of them. But they do serve as a distraction. And they do serve to distract people from really focusing and thinking, what is my tachos, what's my purpose? So the, the beginnings of tshuva, which is the great turning, which is the great turning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is this, the rising of the sun, to go ahead and illuminate my life with all of its parts, to bind them together in the pursuit of something bigger, in the pursuit of what I came to this world to do, which we talked about in the first class. The beginning of the process would be to hear that embarrassment spreading and that shame lifting itself up from my chest to my face to illuminate and to shine that, that, that intruding light into all the recesses of my heart which I'd rather prefer to remain shut. And what's my response? Finally, for the first time in my life, I remain silent to it. Not indifferent, no, it's not an indifferent silence that I'm just sick and tired of fighting with it. It's an acceptance. Yidayim v'yishtek. Yidayim v'yishtek. So let's, let's get a little bit more of an understanding into how this process works. And in order to do that, let's first define, yet again, that K'fayr Malachim and K'fayr Alekim refer to the mind and the heart, refer to the Yitzhah Taiv and the Yitzhah Har. In order to do so, we're going to read a few lines from the Malbim, from the peers of the Malbim on Mishle, which will be posted with, uh, on the chat of Hashem with the shir, with the link to the shir. The Pasuk is in Paragimel, Pasuk Lamed He, in Mishle. And Shlomo Malach is telling us a, 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 a sentence which includes two halves. One is a parallel to the other, which most of Mishle is that way. And this is the, this are the words of the Pasuk. Kavoyed chachamim yinchalu. Honor, chachamim, the wise in chalu, the wise inherit honor. And the flip side, uksilim meirim kalim, the way of fools, meirim kalim, bring upon themselves, lift up kalim, embarrassment, rises guilt and shame upon themselves and scorning. That's what the way of fools elicits. That's the reaction. So we have on one side, kavod chachamim nirchalu, kavod is inherited by whom? The wise. And the ksilim, the fools on the other side, Meirim Kalim, they're bringing upon themselves embarrassment. And maybe based on this passage, Reb Nachman says in, in, in Torah Yudtas on the Quran, I'll read you this line. Reb Nachman says, Ki The opposite of honor is is being pursued, being embarrassed, being scorned. Maybe it comes from this passage. This is the flip side. The wise inherit honor. The fools bring upon themselves calling, bring upon themselves embarrassment, humiliation. Says the Heilig Amalbin, We're going to read this a little bit quickly because we want to get to the main, the main topic in this particular shir. And this is what he says, The wise, who are they? They walk with the directives of intellect. They inherit honor. Ki kavad ha-nefesh meir bam. Again, the soul. The honor of the soul. K'fayd alikim, in the terms of Reb Nachman, illuminates, shines within them. L'hisroimim, to elevate themselves. Menachalim, from that which inherently is embarrassed, is, is full of embarrassment, which is the k'fayd malachim. It has its own honor, but that honor is, is embarrassment. It's, it's the embarrassment of somebody. Reb Nachman himself talks about this embarrassment. Let's see if I can find it inside. We'll read a couple of lines. Just pop it in my head. 
where Nachman says, Misha writes a covered Shaita. Here it is. Tarakov Tzadik Dalit in the Kutimran. I'm not going to read the whole thing inside. I'm just going to read it outside. Rav Nachman says a person who wants honor, he's a shaita, he's a fool. What type of honor is he talking about? Malachim. person is pursuing his own honor is a fool. And he goes ahead to give an example. This is perfect for this tarot. It's perfect for this tarot. Because the example that he gives is somebody who the king sends to one of the neighboring countries, not the neighboring countries, to one of the suburbs, so to speak, of his kingdom, to go ahead and he should be the ruler there as a messenger of the king. And the people in this, in this place, which is so far away from the mainland of the kingdom, never heard of the king, and they begin to view this person as the king. And at first he's a little bit uneasy with it, but as time goes on, he likes it. And he takes it upon himself, and he, and he, and he has royal garments made for himself, and he mamashes going like a king. Until one day the king comes and visits, and he sees the way this guy is, is leading himself. This person who's on the payroll, he doesn't have any riches. He has no access to the king's storage house. He's on the payroll. He's an employee. Can you imagine, says Rav Nachman, the shame that this person feels when all of the people who have been treating him like the big head honcho, like the king, realize that he's nothing but a lowly employee? Can you imagine that all the covey that he thought he had looking himself in the mirror and his fancy crown tilted to one side and his fur on his, on, on, on his, on his majestic cloak all of that that he viewed yesterday as covered now becomes the biggest object of shame standing in front of the true king. Says Rav Nachman, that's how it is when we try to take covered Malachim. You're taking covered. When you stand before the realization that, the, that, that you're even an employee or not, you're, you're an Evid. You're not an employee. That's, that's already something of covered. You're, you're an Evid. And all of the objects that, that, that you try to take covet in your life, that yesterday were so, they, they were the harbingers of covet for yourself. They brought in all of that honor. They were the, the torches that illuminated your life. And we can put it in any terms. In today's terms, it will be the car, the house, all these things that we said, ah, look at me, I'm something. When the king is revealed, those very objects of covet become the exact opposite. The exact opposite. They become the cullen that they truly are. They become the shame. That's, that's what the Malbim's talking about here. Ki kavad an nefesh meyerbam. The honor of the soul illuminates within these people the hisreimim and akalim to elevate themselves from the embarrassment she atayva, she prisas ha nefesh which is the lowest part of the soul, its lowest revelation and its embarrassment. Va'akavad azeh yeh lenachla. This honor, it's not just that they have it today, it's forever. Lenachla olamit. It's forever. It's an eternal honor. Because it is a revelation of the soul. Which, again, is only a spark of elaka. It's kvoyed elikim. It's a spark of the godly honor. And so it lasts forever. Because Hashem lasts forever. The soul lasts forever. And therefore the honor that's, a, that, that's sourced in the soul is lasting forever. But the flip side, avalak silim, the fools hakolin meirim oisam. It is, it is. So he's touching it the other way. So he's saying not that they elevate covered, rather uksilim. You know how they're raised, meirim kolin. You know what rules over them, kolin. That which is embarrassing, that which is in itself scornful. Ki ataiva she kolin anefesh, taiva. 
which, like we said, it can appear to be the honor of a person, but in truth, when it's held up against the great light and it's shown that this person's honor was nothing, was Kfayd Malachim, he's an employee at best, he's an evid at worst, it's calling. It elevates them, it lifts them with the gaiva lechalik al to to argue on the true covenant, and to throw it down, to throw it down before that which is so fleeting and foolish and small, which is the type of a person's nefesh of Bahamas, of the person's lower self, which is rooted in the heart, which is rooted in the body. And therefore they argue on the intellect, which tries to tell them and plead with them, this is not worth wasting your life on. We're here for 70, 80 years. We got we got to focus on the tachlis because we have no time to waste. They argue with that. And instead, they spend their whole lives being married by their own covet, which is a joke. Because anybody with a little bit of, of a muna who can see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world, and for sure on that great day and the great Shabbos, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be revealed, right? When we're going to see the voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're going to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How much shame, like that employee of the king who pretended to be the king, how much shame all of those very things that we spend so much time on is going to be. The pictures, the, the, the illustrations of the calling of the embarrassment of Taiva and this desire. Lift up from the depths of their soul. They spread throughout the whole heart of this person. The Iskabru and they overpower And ultimately, ultimately, this is only going to lead to an everlasting for them, an everlasting dishonor, as opposed to the honor that they that they pursued. This is the battle. This is the battle. Yetzir Toiv, Yetzir body, soul. This is what we're talking about. It's not a self-contained lesson of tshuva. It's life itself. It's life itself. And we can do this with every lesson in Likud Tumran. This is how to learn it. This is how to learn Likud Tumran. To use each lesson as a doorway into the deepest recesses of my heart where it's not just a nice pshat, where it means something to me. It means something to every single particle and facet of my existence. It means something. So we don't have a lot of time left. I'm debating whether even to start the next topic or, and, and, or whether just to wait till next time entirely. I thought we'd get to it today. But since we have a few minutes left, maybe we'll go a little bit over time, you'll forgive me. And let's for a second examine a deeper understanding of why silence is the correct answer to the covet of the malachim. Why it's silence that will bring me to turn myself from the path of Esaklala and bring myself to Esabracha, the side of life. This is very deep. This needs a lot of focus. This needs a lot of discussion, a lot of introduction. And I'm begging Hashem for the Siyat to Deshmaya to say this the proper way. So we're not going to drill down again to the depth of this concept either, but we're going to try to discuss it very quickly, very succinctly, and hopefully very clearly. When Hashem created this world, there's a process of tzimtzum. I'm sure that many people in this chat have heard of the concept. Anybody who learned any, anything in Hasidus knows about this concept, which is the foundation for all of Kabbalah. Tzimtzum, the process of constriction. 
ultimately it led to this physical world where Hashem's presence is hidden but giving life to everything. It constricts Hashem's light, from our perspective at least, to the point where He is hidden, where we have Bechira in this world, which is the lowest link on this huge chain, like a funnel, which goes up, 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 bigger, 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 more revealed levels of Godliness until you get to the highest levels of Atzilus and even higher. If you view it as a funnel, coming all the way down, Hashem is constricting His Godliness until the end of the funnel, where it's so hidden, it's so hidden, and it enables us to live and to breathe and to exist in a world where we can have Bechira, where we can make the proper choice, faced with the challenge of Hashem's being hidden. That's called Malchus. The lowest level, the lowest level, is Malchus of Malchus of Asiya to get... To get Intricate, but to us it's Malchus. It's Hashem's kingship. Now, Hashem needed to, cre- to create a king to, to create a kingdom in order to be a king over. Ain Melech Am. There is no king without a nation. And so Hashem goes ahead and creates this whole chain, brings himself down to enable a physical creation so that there can be an Am, and therefore he's the Melech, and that's why in this world Hashem's presence is called Malchus. This world is Malchus, it's the level where Hashem is going ahead and running his kingdom without getting into the deepest depths of why, and there's many, many reasons, we're just going to deal with the most simple now. Maybe next year we'll go into the depth of it a little bit more. The Zohar, in the, in, in, in the Pesach Eliyahu, in the, in one of the introductions to the Zohar Kaddish, which some people say every day during davening, in the beginning of davening, the Zohar says that Malchus, this level of Malchus, which is one of the ten spheros, which is one of the ten emanations and revelations of godliness, Malchus Peh. On the human body, Malchus is, re- is revealed through the function of speech. There's a lot of different meanings. There's a lot of depth to this. Why exactly Malchus is Dibor. Maybe next time, we'll, before we go weiter, we'll, we'll give a, more, a little bit of a deeper understanding. Malchus Peh. Malchus is related to the concept of speech. On a simple, 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 simple level, the simplest level, the reason why Malchus is related to speech is because that's how a king runs his nation. A king speaks. A king gives orders which allow everything to run. So this world, which is Hashem's kingdom, is related to his speech, his mitzvahs, his commandments. Ultimately, this is how Hashem created the world. All of, right? That everything was, came into being. By Hashem's words, by Hashem's speech. Bidvar Hashem Shamayim Nasu. With the words of God, heaven and earth were created. So Hashem created with speech, which is a deeper level of understanding why Malchus is Peh, to understand that. But on a simple level, there are certain chukim, there are certain commandments, edicts, which run the physical nature of, of the world. Every sphera, every emanation of godliness, comes along and corresponds and is in and, and is characterized by one of the names of Hashem. The, names of, the name of Malchus is Aleph, Dalid, Nun, Yud. Adni, as we say it when, when we're not pronouncing it during davening. Adni, the shame of Adni. The word Adni, though it is a name and each letter represents unbelievable secrets, comes from the word Adonai HaMishkan, the Ma'arinaim explains. Adonai HaMishkan. Adonim of the Mishkan were the lowest pieces that held up the big pillars. The cross went into the Adonim. The Adonim were on the bottom. That's Malchus. It's the lowest on the chain. That's Adni. That's one of the reasons why the name Adni is related to the sphere of Malchus again, which is Peh. 
for that is how Hashem runs His universe. With this, we can understand the Pasuk. Adni sefasai tiftach. It's with the name Adni that our mouths can open, what the, that the revelation of Malchus within our lives can go ahead and open up. Adni sefasai tiftach. All of this, Malchus, Adni, all of these concepts are related to Kavit. Because this whole world, Malay Chala Aretz, what's the part of godliness that fills this earthly existence? Kavayda. It's all Hashem's Kavit. In the higher worlds, there's no Kavit. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of Kavit, obviously, coming from the Malachim. But the pinnacle, pinnacle Kavit comes when we elevate ourselves and lift our heads up from the mire of dust and dirt and physicality to go ahead and be Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch from this world. That's the true Kavit. Malay Chala Aretz Kavayda. It's the world which is filled of honor. It's the world of Malchus. It's the world of Abni. It's the lowest levels where when humans go ahead and lift themselves up to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence in this world, the Shekhinah hidden within this world, giving everything life, that's the biggest covet of Hashem. So it's Malay Chala Aret Now let's bring more, more concepts to link this together. We're running out of time, but once we started, let's just try and fear us to the end. I, I hope you forgive me. Please stay with me. Till the end, it's worth it. I promise. Avni is Gematria Heichal. This world is the Heichal of Hashem. This world is where Hashem lives, so to speak. This is where He wants to live. The Chazals tell us that our whole function in this world, as Chabad philosophy constantly reminds us, is to make a Dira B'Tachtonim. To create a Kaddish Baruch Hu, a living space in this physical world. Dira B'Tachtonim. So that's why Avni, which is Malchus, this physical realm, is Gematria Heichal. Now here we, we, we what, when, see when you drill down to these concepts, you start seeing psukim that you saw your whole life and you start really understanding them. Let, let's give a few just to exa- as an example. And in Hashem's Heichel, which is Gematria Adni, which is the sphere of Malchus, this physical world, all there is there is speech. Dibur, Malchus Peh. Hashem running His world through the chukim and mishpatim of nature of the Torah and mitzvahs running this world. What's the next word, Chepra? Kavod. It's all one concept. Kavod. Dibur. Heichal. is Adni. Adni Sofasai Tiftach. That's one Pasuk that we could understand. We could understand the, the, the verse in L'chadoidi. Uri, Uri. Shir Daberi. Please, awaken. Shir Daberi. The song of my mouth. Speech. When I'm revealing speech, when I'm revealing the sphere of Malchus, what's, what am I bringing about? I'm bringing about the concept of covet of honoring the Kaddish Baruch There's a Pasuk in Navi. The Pasuk in Navi says, The honor of Hashem will be revealed, ultimately when Mashiach comes, and all humanity as one will see, Kipi Hashem Diber, that the voice of God spoke. That's Minigalik Fayd Hashem. When Hashem's mouth speaks, that's Minigalik Fayd Hashem. Or rather, when Kfayd Hashem is revealed, that's when we'll be able to see this speech. There are many more. There are many, many more. One of the most simple is Liman Yizamercha Chavoid Vulaidim. What does it literally mean? Liman Yizamercha Chavoid, so that I can sing to you, Akadis Baruch, Liman Yizamercha so that I can sing to your honor and not be silent. But if you take those last three words, that's really encapsulating everything that we're talking about. What is covered? What is honor? 
The opposite of silence. The opposite of silence. Experiencing this world as HaKadosh Baruch Hu's most eloquent form of speech, as opposed to his silence. One last Pasuk from Tehillim, which is the opposite. David HaMalach, referring to Rishon, says, Asher Oimer, that these people say, Our own speech will overpower. Our own speech, as opposed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's speech, as opposed to the speech that's echoing within us, that's emanating from the lave, that's emanating, rather, from the mind, that's, rather, that's emanating from the Yitzhak Taif. What's the end of the Pasuk? Mi Adoy Nulanu. Who is in Adon upon us? Adni Sefasai Tiftach. As opposed to the Adni, the Adonai Amishkan, the lowest level in a chain, the lowest link in a chain that brings us to complete godliness. As opposed to looking at the world and realizing that it's saturated and permeated with the awareness and the revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I can view the world as being something separate. As opposed to it being Adni. As opposed to this physical world being a revelation of godliness, I can view it as being Asher Emer Lil Nagbir. We don't need Hashem's Dibur. Our own Dibur can exist. Mi Adin Lanu. We have no Adin above us. I hope that was clear. I did it very, very quickly. We're running out of time. But just to bring the point home. However, now we have a deeper understanding why the opposite, the shutting off of the Kfoyed Malachim is silence. Because the whole Indian of Kavit on the side of Kedusha as well as on the side of Tumah like it says, the Rishayim say our speech, our speech, our covet, our malchus, we have no other upon us, we have nothing going ahead and binding us to a certain set of rules, rather we can live life as we want. That all comes from the speech of the Yitzhahara. So when I want to shut that off, when I want to say, when I want to do the great turning, which is in, a, in, its, in its deepest form, listening to the voice of the other side, of the proper side, of the covenant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when I want to tune into that, what do I need to do? Yishtaik. I need to remain silent. I need to do the opposite of the revelation of covenant Malachim. I need to shut it off. I need to accept that there's a Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that this world is just a smokescreen for a physical, for a spiritual rather, for a spiritual reality. And by shutting that off, I'm allowing myself to plug in to the speech of a Kaddish Baruch To the Ubehechale Kule Oimer Kavid. To the true honor, the Kfoid of Elikim. This is Elul. This is the Avoid of Elul. The silence, the introspection. And this is why, even though we'll get to it later on, the Rosh Tevis of the E Evsha Lisk is La Kavid. And we'll end with this. And anybody who's looking at it will see it already. The E Evsha Lisk is La Kavid Azeh. Elaidi Chuva is Rosh Tevis. The E Evsha Lisk is La Kavid is Elul. And we'll end with that. And uh, again, if anybody has any ideas to add, that's one of the one of the points of this chabura, is so that it's not just a shir that we could we could spark discussion, because I'm sure everybody has their chudushim and things to add. And that was the point that it shouldn't be just me talking; it should be as a chevra, as a group, as a chavraya. Have the most wonderful, wonderful week.